Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right, well, welcome. We are uh, very glad you're all here today. It's certainly uh, very exciting to be here with you, and thanks once again uh, for joining us on these presentations. So we are going to be talking today about Apple Keynote. I'd like to um, begin by giving you a little bit of an overview of what Keynote is and what you can do, the kinds of things that can be done with the app, and then we're going to actually, of course, do some demos. So some of you may be familiar with products like Google Slides or Microsoft PowerPoint, and of course, Keynote is in that same family. It is a multimedia presentation app, and it allows you to create powerful and, and really stunning presentations, complete with bullet points and text, photos, other kinds of media. You can have music playing in the background. You can have um, a variety of, of other objects in your keynote, and you can share these presentations, of course, using an Apple TV or a projector, you can collaborate with others. And there are some other really cool features that we'll talk about as we get started here. Now, I'd like to begin by explaining, of course, the, the Keynote app is fully accessible with VoiceOver. Um, and as you might expect, um, it, it works great on iPad and iPhone. It works great on the Macintosh. And it is fully, uh, fully integrated with iCloud which means that if I'm working on my presentation on one device, I can continue on another, and I've got everything with me no matter where I go, no matter which device I'm using. So my presentations are going to sync across all my devices. Now, when we are creating presentations, our keynote presentations are comprised of slides. A lot of people call these slideshows. And so... I want to talk very briefly, in case any of us are not sure, uh, about some best practices when creating slideshows or keynote presentations. And the most important thing that I want to talk about here is what the purpose of the slideshow is. Now, of course, I'm talking in the broad sense here. There's a lot of purposes for these. People use them in business all the time. People use them to describe anything from, you know, a business plan to a budget. You might use them uh, for strategy planning. They're used in education, right? We can, we can teach with these because our points are up on the screen. Some churches even use them uh, to have their Bible verses or their, their points that they want to share. And so all of those things are uh, great reasons to use them. And some people use them for personal reasons too. Um, you, can, you can make great picture slideshows and, and things of that nature. But the most important thing that I want you to understand that is that whatever type of presentation you're using, the text that appears on the presentation is not designed to tell the whole story word for word. Because most people that are viewing presentations don't want to have to read word for word. The idea is to create points. Each point can be a few words in length, and some are a little bit longer than others. But, you know, at the most, a sentence or two. 
And then what you're going to do is you're going to narrate or talk along with that presentation. And by the way, for those people who watch the Apple events, like the one that we just saw this past week where the iPhone and the HomePod mini were introduced, Apple used a keynote. I mean, they had a, a keynote presentation with slides that, you know, had different features and different points that, that they would show up on the screen. But then, you know, they would, they would talk beyond that. So that's kind of the way that this works. And then, of course, again, we can add all sorts of things to our presentation. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you that as we progress here. Um, one of the things that we will begin with is looking at the, um, the, the app, the layout. And, and as we cover the layout, that will allow us to also cover the features. Because as we're showing you the layout, and you'll see and hear different options, you'll hear different options that are in the keynote. Um, I will explain those features at the same time. So let me grab my iPad here. Okay, I've got my iPad, and what we're going to do is we'll uh, we'll get started with a demo, and and we'll allow the demo to guide the rest of the uh, the teaching, and uh, we'll create a little presentation. Apple Arcade folder. There's some volume. Apple Arcade keynote. There's keynote. Double tap to open, and we're going to open it up. Keynote. What's new in Keynote? Home now. All right, so let me get past these. Uh, okay, this is just uh, telling us some new features in Keynote, one of them being Scribble. Um, on the iPad in iPad OS, if, if you are, if you do have um, any site and so on, and you are uh, an Apple Pencil user, you can actually use the Apple Pencil or the Logitech Crayon to write, to physically handwrite in any edit field that accepts text throughout iPad OS. So notes, messages, mail, uh, and, and, and it is now also in the apps like pages, keynote, and numbers. Uh, so that's one of the new features they're talking about. We're just going to get past this screen. Focus, web it, continue. Web video is another one, but I'll talk about that as we get there. So. Continue, button, oh. hide sidebar, button. Okay. Feature hint, start with an outline. Focus on the structure and flow of your content without other distractions. Focus on the structure. And that's a little tool tip, that little little tip. Dismiss pop-up. That we can just dismiss now. Keynote. Hide sidebar. Okay. Now, if you were if you were attending our pages presentation last week, you know that pages is fully integrated with the files app. So not only does it support iCloud, but it supports it through iCloud Drive and the files interface the files api and so what that means is that when i open pages it's actually as if i have the uh the files app right inside my pages document similarly with keynote um it, it's like the files app exists right inside the keynote app as well so i can view my existing presentations here presentation for ipad class Antitrust, keep quick bites, keep creating. Right, all these presentations, this is viewing the recent ones that I've created. Uh, I can sort them in different ways. I can create additional folders, all sorts of those things. But what we're going to do is we are just going to create a brand new presentation. Dictate, search, select, remote, icons. Now you hear a button here called remote. Remote button. What that actually does is that allows you to use your iPhone to control slideshow playback on your iPad. 
So if we are playing back uh, a presentation live on our iPad, we can actually be on the other side of the room with our iPhone and we can be demonstrating uh, our, our presentation that way. Let's hit icon, new folder, button. Oh, that's where we can create a new folder. We're not going to do that. Add button. Alert, create a presentation. Create a presentation. Okay. Choose a theme. Now, I can, um, let's see what we have here. These are start an outline button. Cancel, but cancel, but stop. Choose a theme button. That's what we'll do. Next, choose a theme. (laughs) Excuse me. Keynote. Now, there were, there were two options there. Choose a theme or... Uh, start an outline, but we're going to choose a theme. This is a full-fledged presentation, not an outline. We have lots of choices here. Now, it, 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 the categories, uh, this is, if you remember from pages last week, this is divided into headings. And so every heading is another category of what you might call templates, or they're calling them themes here. Um, and there are Textured button. There are buttons that will quickly take you to each of the of the headings, but you could also use your heading navigation. Choose a theme. Heading. Recents. Button. Basic. Button. Minimal. Bold. Editorial. Button. Portfolio. Craft. Texture. Look at all those choices, and this is the same on the Mac. Now, I'm going to choose... Recents. Heading. Well, let's just see what we have with recents. Cream paper. Dark fonts on light yellow backgrounds. Showcase, bold, black fonts on a mix of multicolor and white backgrounds. I really like that one. I've, I've used that one a lot. So, cream, showcase, bold, black Let's just double, fonts. let's just double tap on that. A person wearing, showcase. Oh, it was going to give me a nice description. I interrupted it. And white backgrounds. A person wearing sunglasses and posing for a photo in front of a blue background with white text. A person wearing sunglasses. Interesting. Okay. Campus. Title. Presentation title, text box. All right, we're now in our presentation. Presentations button. And at the top left, we have a presentations button, which is like our back button. You might remember that from last week when we demonstrated pages. There was a documents button there. You could get out of the um, current document back to the document manager. We're going to go back to the presentation manager by hitting that button. Presentations. Presentations. Because the first thing I want to do is rename this file. New folder, icons, remote, select, search, dictate, create, present, presentation, keynote file, today, 3, 11 p.m., 433 kilobytes. That's what we just... Actions available. Created, but I definitely don't want to call it presentation. Let's, let's, uh, long press this, which is a double tap and hold. Copy, button. And choose rename. Do, move, delete, info, tag, rename, button. Text field is edited. And we will uh, let's delete that. Let's call it A C B. Oops, I put an N there, not a B. Okay, there, there we go. A C B. And what do I want to call this? Uh, let's just call it A C B presentation. All right, so I'm typing that, and then we're going to hit the return key. Now, when we hit return, it's going to save it with that new name, and that's all you have to do. You do not have to. Do anything with like a, you know, save as or save or anything like you used to have to do. Just like with, um, just like with pages, it auto saves. It supports versioning. So if I make a change and I want to restore um, 
something from a previous version of the of the presentation, I can do that. Uh, you can duplicate it. You can do all sorts of things, but we don't need to worry about save and save as. We've renamed it. It's here in our files. Antitrust quick by ACB presentation. There it is. File today, 3, 11 p.m., 433 kilobytes. And what we'll do is we'll double tap that and go back into it. Presentations. Now, you wouldn't have to do that right away. You could do it later, but I prefer to do it first. I like to get that out of the way right away because that way I won't forget. That way it's there and it's just ready to go. So the idea of, of creating the presentation, then immediately leaving the presentation, renaming it and going back into it might seem like it's, you know, kind of weird. And as I said, you don't really have to do it that way, but I prefer to because I like to get it done right off the bat. All right. So we are going to take a look now at the layout of this uh, app. The top left, as you already know, is the back button, essentially. Presentations button. Presentations, okay. Let's swipe to the right and see what else we have. View options button. All right, we're going to, those are some different ways of viewing the presentation, but. Undo dimmed button. There's our undo button. If we've made any changes, it's not available because we haven't. ACB presentation. There's the name of it. Play button. There's the play button that's going to allow us to actually play this slideshow when it's time to, to do so. Format button messages. Now we have several. We have several buttons here. Format insert collaborate more button. All right, format insert collaborate and more. We will take a look at some of those, and that's uh, that's it. Now enter reader mode button. Reader mode. You might use this button to enter reader mode and disable editing. There you go. You might remember that from pages last week. There is this sort of read only mode where you can sort of scroll through the entire document or in this case presentation without having any impact on the the objects and so forth in it selected slide one untitled level zero button actions available okay that's slide one canvas title presentation title text box presentation title double tap to select and you know i'm 1,722.0 points wide, 370.0 points tall, position 5.3% from left, 32% from top, actions available. Use the rotor to access links, misspelled words, annotations. Lots and lots of information there, but I'm going to explain a good portion of it here in a moment. Body, presentation, subtitle, text You box. know I'm just swiping to the right. Add slide button. Add slide. And I wanted to show you that the last thing there was the add slide button. All right, so let's talk about what we have here in case you've never worked with or created a, a presentation. As I mentioned, it is like a slideshow, so all of the uh, everything you have is comprised of slides, and you're gonna make you're gonna create multiple slides as you go. And that is pretty easy to understand, I think. So you heard that there's already slide one. They've created the first slide for you. And basically they're calling it a title and subtitle slide. So you can, you know, put a title and then underneath that you can put a subtitle um, to help illustrate your point. Now, what I want you to understand about Keynote is that everything in Keynote, everything on a slide is an object. If you insert a photo, that's an object. If you insert text, the text must be inserted into a text box. It does not get inserted onto a blank canvas. You are inserting a text box, and then inside that text, you're uh, inside that box, you are typing the text inside that object. And then that way, if you need to rearrange 
items on a slide, move the text around, or do anything you want to do, you can simply move the text box. Now, um, if you the, the thing about that is I know I mentioned last week that in pages, it's not really as ideal for us to use text boxes as it is to just type on a blank canvas. In Keynote, that's not so much a problem. The reason it can become a problem is because it's hard to know, and this is why I advised against starting with text boxes in, in pages when you're a new user, because it is hard to know, or it can be hard to know, whether or not you have typed more text than the text box can support. Now, there are workarounds for that. You can increase the size of the text box. You can decrease the size of the font. Both of those will impact the, the final product. But as a totally blind user, it can be very difficult to discern that. And VoiceOver does an excellent job of telling you how big things are. But unless you're really, really comfortable with spatial concepts, that can be a problem. So why isn't this as big of a deal in Keynote? Well, it's very simple. It's exactly what I told you at the beginning. Remember I said in keynote presentations, the whole idea is not to write a story. It's to write small points and then talk about them. So you're really never writing enough text for it to be a problem. Uh, and that's the bottom line. It, it's just as simple as that. The text boxes are equally accessible in both pages and keynote uh, and can be equally problematic if, if you have too much text uh, for the text box. But the difference is in Keynote, you typically won't because you're going to have short points and that's it. Now, there have been times when I have had, uh, I, I always have my wife or my kids uh, or my mom. My mom is kind of a business partner. Uh, she does a lot of the visual design work on, on things that I do for clients like websites and books and so on. And I always have one of them at least look at my Keynote presentations before I deliver them or share them. And there have been a few cases, for example, where my mom has, um, has said to me, you know, you're going to have to decrease the size of the font in that text box, or you're going to have to make it a multiple column text box. That's another way of solving that problem um, that we, we did that in a presentation I created recently. She said, why don't we try it as two or three columns and it, it will then, you know, uh, have the effect that we want. And, and we did that, and it worked perfectly. So all of that was fully accessible, and we did it collaboratively. You can collaborate in real time in Keynote, just like you can in Pages. Both people can be editing. VoiceOver will tell you if the other person's editing, where their insertion point is. You can jump to their insertion point, and so on. So it's a really, really awesome experience, and we'll talk more about that maybe a little bit later. What I want to do, as I said, to demonstrate the features and the functionality is I want to really just start creating one of these. And so I have renamed it. I'm inside it, and it already has the first slide created for me with a, um, uh, with a title and a subtitle. Now, if I didn't want that subtitle text box, for example, I could delete it. Um, and I want to show you that there are... Canvas, body, presentation, subtitle text box presentation subtitle there are actions if i swipe up and add comment add title add caption animate activate default all right that's um there's and there's other items in the rotor the rotor has been really custom designed for for these apps by apple apple just you know does a fantastic job of course with this so the first thing we're going to do is select one of these text boxes there are two here title and subtitle so let's go to the title title Presentation title, text box, presentation title, double tap to select. 
And you heard it say, double. I just muted, not muted, but paused the speech there. You heard it say double tap to select. So that's what we'll do. Selected. Title. Presentation title. Now, anything we do will impact that text box. Any formatting, any deleting. But I'm going to double tap it a second time because I want to actually edit and I want to type text. Selected. Title. Okay. The keyboard popped up and we can just type, um, let's just call it... uh, Whiskey. Swipe up or down. I don't know. I didn't really plan ahead here as far as what I was going to call this thing or what we're going to pretend we're presenting about. Um, let's just say our our idea... Um, no, it's, I don't know. Our ideas. Uh, we'll just call it Our Ideas. That's sort of a weird title. Not what you'd really want to say, but I, I should have. I didn't plan that very well. So Our Ideas, that's our title. And then our subtitle um, will be uh, Creating a Bright Future. So I'm going to... Um, do that in a moment. But before I do, I want to show you that our ideas, it's regular text, even though it's in a text box. So words, we can go ideas, our, okay. Just, you know, anything else. And and, and what you have, our ideas, characters, words, lines, all those things. We can also select this text and that's going to be important if we want to format, because I'm going to text selection. Word selection. I'm going to go to word selection. Our ideas selected. Okay. And if I want to. Bottom right corner. I can now go over here to the format menu. Because this is what happens. This is how you really make these things work well and and shine as you format this text. It's probably already good because we're in a title text box. So it's probably in this template already pretty much pre-configured we shouldn't have to change much about it unless we want to style button let's look at what we can format we can format the style selected text the text arrange or we can arrange this as part of the slideshow i'm going to leave it on text because that's going to be our most important formatting options i think paragraph style title button it's already the title paragraph style you might remember us talking about paragraph styles last week so it's, it's already where we want it to be Font, graphic, button. Okay, it's got a font called graphic. Uh, If I really wanted to, I'd have somebody cited look at what that font looks like and see if it looks good. We can double tap that button to change our fonts. There's tons and tons, probably hundreds, I would guess, of Apple fonts that are already here that we can use that ship with your iPad. And then if um, if you want, you can install custom fonts. Uh, That is done through the App Store. Uh, There are apps like Font Diner, for example that uh, allow you to install custom fonts. And uh, what happens is once you install them, they are then um, modified through settings. Um, but let's... let's um, Selected, bold, button. So it's already bold. Italic, button. It's not italicized, but it is bold. We can italicize it if we want. Underline, button, strike through, button. Any of those can be turned on with just a double tap. More text options, button. All right, even more. We're going to... Size. Uh, let's see what the font size is. It's probably huge. Size, 133 point adjustable. <laughs> it is huge. Swap. All right, so if we had a long title, like I just had our ideas. If we had a longer title, you know, uh, we, we're, we're naming, um, you know, uh, business plan for the American Council for the Blind 2020-21 fiscal year. Well, that title, you're probably going to need to decrease the font size if you do that because 
as it said, it was over 100 points. That is huge. And so we're going to let it there because I don't think it's going to be an issue with just two words in the title. Text color, black zero button. We can change the text color. I demonstrated that last week. Uh, you can you know pick from a variety of colors. Selected, align left button. All right, one thing we are going to do is center this title because it's a title. Align center button. So there's the align center button. Dismiss pop. What I'll do is just double tap it. You have three choices for your, uh, your you know, um, alignment options, of course, left, right, and left, center, and right. Align center button. Selected. Align center. It's now centered. And the only other things you have? Align right. Align justified. Vertical. Four choices. I'm sorry. And then vertical align top. Vertical. You can adjust those. So you get the idea. There's tons of formatting options here. Let's just dismiss this. We could do a Z scrub for those of you who know what that is, two finger scrub. Or we can just tap sort of above and off to the side of the text formatting options. Cellular. Dismiss pop-up. And double tap. Double tap to dismiss pop-up. Selected. Bold. Button. All right. So... Either way, Bravo. now what we have is we have the um, selected present view. Option. We have ACB present title text box. Enter reader mode. Selected slide canvas. Selected title text box. Text field is editing our ideas. Character mode insertion point between A and S at the ninth position. Oh, it's so specific. I mean, it's so awesome that it gives you all that information. And again, we can add all those different options. We have, we can deselect it because it's it's still selected. We can animate it. Activate. And and that's actually the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to animate that that title. So you heard that it's still selected, and you also heard that in the rotor we have actions. The action that I want to choose is animate. Add, cop, add, add caption. Format. Deselect all. Animate. All right. Double tap. Entered animation mode. Canvas. Selected. Title. Text box. Our ideas. Text field. Middle right shape. Lower left shape handle. That's ways of moving it. We're going to skip that right now. Animation chooser. All right. Add build-in button. We have an animation chooser. animation. You can add a build-in. Add action button. Or add build out button, add slide. Right. Okay. So you can add a build in, you can add a, a custom animation, or you can add a build out. In other words, does the does the slide, um, does the title in this case get animated when it comes in, when it goes out, or something else? So we're going to do a build in first of all. Add build in button selected. Add build in. Back. All right. Now, what do I want this thing to do? Let's look at some of our options. Animation chooser. Selected. None. Button. You know, this is all about creating a, to select animation. a stunning visual effect that folks who can see will really appreciate when it says our ideas. It's not just going to show up. It's going to come in with style. Fly in. Button. Okay. Double tap to select animation. It Home. could, it could fly in. Appear. It could appear. Blur. Button. Compress. Dissolve. Blur, dissolve, drift. Drift and scale. Tons button, of options drop, here. Button. Um, fade and move. Button. I actually think I want to use fly in. Blur. Appear. Fly in. Button. Double. None. Animation right. chooser. Selected. Slide one. Or appear. Now let's see. Selected. Fly in. Button. Double tap to select animation. Now it is None. selected, button. so back. we're going to go back. Selected. Title. Animation. Add action. Button. Add build out. Add slide. Okay. Add, add, add selected. Fly in. Build in. Button. 
Double tap to show animation options. And I think if we cap F, let me see. Canvas body animation. I just want to check something so, here. Fly. I don't do this every day, so you know it's change, change. Okay. Button. Yeah. So when you double tap it, it brings up some additional options. Now you can change it or preview button. Preview it. Duration one dot zero zero seconds. I can Adjust. I can actually choose how long that fly in takes. And I'm going to increase the time a little. 1.25, seconds. Let's say it takes two seconds instead of one. From left button. It's going to fly in from the left. Delivery button. All right. Start on tap, on tap. Button. Start on tap. So I'm going to have to tap on it rather than it just starting on its own. That's fine. I don't care. Delete button. And I can, delete. I can delete it. All right. So we're good now. Let's fly in. Change button. I think I can just dismiss pop up. Dismiss that. Animation chooser selected. Now select I need canvas. to go to the left. Middle left, upper, upper, upper left. Select past the title, and I need to hit done. Done button. Done. Exited animation mode. Enter okay. Mode. All right. So we have now done one object on this slide. Okay. We've created a title, and we've decided that it's going to be animated when it comes in. It's going to fly in from the left. It's going to take two seconds to fly in. We also need our subtitle. Upper middle up, selected title middle right shape lower left shape handle W seventeen twenty two point H three hundred seventy point See adjustable. gives you lots of information lower middle shape lower right body presentation subtitle text box present select that selected body double tap it again subtitle text selected body and we'll call it uh, creating a bright future cap R E A T A N G space H space A Captain All right, so there we go. Now we have creating a bright future. And, you know, you have your typical spell check, you know, misspelled words, rotor, all these typical things, all right? But I want to uh, – I'm not going to – you know, I would probably animate that as well if I were trying to um, actually create this for real. Uh, but, you know, to, rather than – in the interest of time, I'll move on to other things. But we would probably animate that. Um what I want to show you next is I've shown you some of the formatting options that happen when we have text selected. Um, I want to insert something in, into this slide. I want to insert some music. Uh, we can insert a photo. I don't know if that, I don't think this slide already has a photo placeholder. If it did, you could just double tap on it and replace it with your own photo, but it doesn't matter. Even if it doesn't, you can insert your own photo on any slide you want. Yeah, this one does not have a photo uh, placeholder already, and that's okay. We could still insert a photo. We can insert music. I think I'm going to do that. Collaborate. Insert button. Let's look. Tables button. All right, similar, similar to pages, we have a couple options of things we can insert here. Four, actually. Tables, charts, charts shapes, shapes three and media. media. You might remember shapes from last week. If you don't, um, shapes were the, they're kind of like clip art and they have all different categories. They have your basic shapes, circle, triangle, square, but they also have many categories like flags, animals, food, uh, technology, people, places, activities, all sorts of different categories and, and things from each one. And you can move those shapes around. So if you don't have a photo that you want to insert, maybe a shape would suffice. Um, if you get a photo, you can get it you know, from your own iCloud photos, your photo library. You can get it from the web, wherever you get the photo from. And I just want to point out a couple of things about inserting photos and inserting music, any of that kind of stuff. Um, 
legally, you're supposed to make sure you have the right to use it or that it's royalty free and then you don't have to worry about it. Okay. If you, you got to basically own the copyright or, or have permission from the copyright holder. Um, I also want to point out with photos, something very specific to our voiceover users. One of the things that I like to do is if I really am going to be inserting photos into a document or into a presentation, I like to create a new photo album in the photos app, call it whatever my document name or presentation is, and then put only the photos that I'm going to use for that project into that photo album. That way, whenever it's time for me to insert my photos or videos or whatever, I know right where they are. I don't have to go hunting through thousands of photos. I just have my album that has, you know, the three, for example, photos that I want to use in a particular project. So that's just a little tidbit. Create an album for each document or each presentation, you know, whatever. Um, The last point I want to make is about inserting music. If you insert music, you need to make sure that it's, again, something you own or, or, you know, own the copyright to or that it's royalty free or that you have permission. But the other thing you want to know is that if you are trying to insert music, it has to be DRM free. DRM stands for digital rights management. It's a form of copy protection that is uh, used in every streaming service in existence. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, all of these companies DRM protect their music. If you have DRM protected music, you cannot use it in Keynote. It won't play. So you either have to buy it from the iTunes store or get it from the, you know, the internet somewhere um, if you're going to insert it. So I have some uh, non-DRM music that's actually royalty free. Um, I've got a lot of it actually, but we're going to just... Shapes, button, selected, media. All right, media is already selected. So let's see what our media choices are. Photo or video. Photo or video. Camera. We can take a picture or a video. Record audio. We can record our own audio, spoken narrations. Web video. A web video, so we can insert something from YouTube or, or things like that. Image gallery. Image gallery. Insert from. Image gallery, by the way, is really cool because an image gallery is uh, basically a whole bunch of photos that are going to show qu- quickly, and that's a really cool um uh, a thing that you, know, you can sort of browse through those drawing. You can insert a drawing with the Apple pencil equation. equation. Undo, All right, yeah. so there's a lot of options here that we uh, that we have now. I will tell you that there is another way to insert music, and it happens to be as a soundtrack. If we insert music as a soundtrack, it actually doesn't matter um, how many slides we have; it will just keep playing. Uh, until it is finished and it will start with the um the presentation that is in a different place that you go to find that but i'm pretty sure the soundtrack has to come from your music library if i recall i don't think it can come from a file so i think we're going to have to choose insert from when we want to insert uh, something from a file. Let me check though. Dismiss pop up. Let's go to where the soundtrack Present options are. For insert collab more. They're under more. Okay. More heading share. That's how you share. Export. Export to other formats. You can export to a video, so you can have this predetermined and just use it as a, an actual video that plays. Print. You can print it out. Use Keynote Live. We're going to talk about Keynote Live in a little bit. Find. Animate. Rehearse slideshow. Allow remote control button. 
soundtrack. But there's the soundtrack option. I don't think we're going to be able to use soundtrack in the way I want to because I think that makes you pick something from your music library. But again, since I don't do this every single day, I just want to double check and see if maybe that's been updated. No soundtrack. Soundtrack. Heading. No soundtrack. Tap choose audio to choose audio files for the slideshow soundtrack. Maybe, maybe not. Choose audio button. Let's see. Undo. Choose audio button. Let's Sound. see. Choose audio button. Where's it going to go? Canvas. Selected. Body. Canvas. Library. He- cancel. Ca- library. He- your library. Search field. Hmm? Double tap to it. Okay. It does appear that it wants to be number four. Dictate. But playlists. But artists. Yeah, I think it's using my music library. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have any other choice there. So that's okay. I just wanted to check that. But you can do that. If you have music that's DRM-free in your music library, which I do, but it's going to be easier to just insert a file. So we're going to go back and use that other option, which is under Insert. Uh, The benefit of a soundtrack, as I said, is it just keeps playing. It starts automatically. You don't have to worry about trying to... Sometimes there's issues with... Hey, man, it's Cliff. Hey, how you doing? Good. Is there a way, because I know some people from that other platform may have this question, because I know you can do it over there, if I remember correctly, in, um, what's it called over there? Help me out. Uh, PowerPoint? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know over there that you can copy and paste certain media effects and things of that nature. I know this is the iPad, but you know we're, we teach a class called um, replacing your traditional computer with an iPad. So somebody's going to ask or thinking that question: that is there a way to copy and paste media from one source into a presentation like you're doing now? I think you can on the iPad. I know you can on the Mac because Carson, my son, just actually did it last night. He had like photos that he got off the web and he literally just did a command V and put them in there and it did work. I assume that would work with the iPad as well. Um, I always prefer to use the insert option just to, to sort of have all my bases covered. But I, I suspect you can do that on the iPad as well because anything in your clipboard should be available in the paste option in the edit rotor. So yeah, I, I would think that would work as well. Okay. Yep. You know, I was got to play both sides of the fence. So. Well, no, it's a great <laughs> question because people are going to wonder that. Um, now I will, Charts, let's see, button, I will try just, photo, I think it's going to be media, photo, camera, record, web video. Uh, yeah. Gallery, no. insert, from. insert from, I think that's the one we we've done. Browse, back button, iCloud Drive. All right, and we're already on iCloud Drive, which is perfect. Vertical and I'm going to pick, zero. let's see, I have a folder Keynote called, search. where am I looking here? That's the issue. I got to see where I'm at here. All right, I'm on iCloud Drive already. How are they ordering this? Okay, it's in a weird, it must be recent that they're showing first. Here it is. RF Music, royalty-free music. That's what we're going to do. Shared by me. And let's eight items: sentimental, rom- mystery, and suspense. Motivational logo. Let's motivational. do motivational. Added by me. And we're gonna try inspired fairy tale and indie inspiration. Big success underscore Leto. Added by me. Big success underscore Leto. I don't actually know what that sounds like, but we're just gonna try it. Big success underscore Leto audio in iCloud seven slash two slash eighteen down arrow waiting. So the first time I double tap it, it's downloading it. And once it's downloaded, we seven slash two slash eighteen added by me. Yep, it's ready. I can double tap it now. 
Selected. Body canvas. Selected. Big success Leto. Audio. Two minutes. 56.797 seconds. And you heard that it's already selected. I should. Title. Selected. Big success Leto. And it's above the title, which is good. Let's just see. All right. That'll do. Now, because it's selected, I have additional options when I choose format. If I go over here, whatever you have selected is what you're going to format. That that audio is selected. Insert format. So when I choose format, it's not going to say selected. text anymore. It says audio or arrange. So let's see what we have in, in our formatting options. Repeat. Selected. None. Uh, we're not going to repeat it. It's just going to play once. Loop. We can loop it if we wanted to, so it would keep playing, you know, repeatedly. Loop back and forth. Description button. Okay. You can put a little description in there for voiceover users. Start on tap. Switch button on. Now, this is where, I again, I just, I, I've done this plenty of times, but I don't do it every single day. And sometimes I have to play with it to get it to start the way I want it to. We're going to leave it on start on tap. That's probably going to be the easiest thing right now. Start on tap. Switch button on. Play across slides. Switch button on. And play across slides play across. should mean, although my son had an issue with this last night, but I didn't really try very hard to troubleshoot it because he just wanted to keep working on the other slides. But it should, when play across slides is selected, in theory, even if I change slides, it should still keep playing. I only have one slide right now anyway, so it really doesn't matter yet. But let's uh, we're going to just dismiss this. It looks good. Dismiss pop-up. All right, so we have one slide done. So I'm just going to try to play the slideshow to see if the music does work. Enter reader mode. More. Collaborate. In for play. There's play. our play button. Play. Okay, here starts the slideshow. And how do you... In the bright future. Okay, how do you... By the way, when you're playing your slideshow, how do you go from one object to the next or from one slide to the next? You just double tap. Um, and sometimes I think you can three-finger swipe. Let's see. Double tap. Text box. Title. Text box. All right. Okay, it is going to, yeah, it is going to be a three-finger swipe to the left. Yep, and there's the music. Text box. And it says creating a bright future. Do another swipe, three fingers to the left, and it's, it's done already because it's, um, because it's just that was all we had in it so far. Yeah, I, I just lied to you accidentally. It's not a double tap. You double tap to start, and then you three-finger swipe to the left to go to the next point, the next point, the next slide, the ne you know, whatever. And then when you're done, it just ends for you. If you need to end it sooner, I think you Z-scrub to get out of it. And, and uh, sighted users are going to pinch, like you take two fingers and pinch them together, and that stops the slideshow playback. So our music worked perfectly. If I really wanted to, I could mess with the timings to get that music to start automatically when I start the show. Um, but I'm not going to take up your time right now with that because that can require you know a few tries to arrange the music object where it's supposed to go and those kinds of things. But it is doable. Um, and if we if we exported this as a video, it would definitely happen automatically, of course. Now I do want to insert another slide and. Uh, just show you some of those options, you know, and then um, I want to talk about the, the collaboration and sharing options one more time. And then, of course, we'll take questions. So let me uh, insert another slide. Now, remember, the add slide button is the very last thing on the screen here. Friday, October. So what I add, there slide, is, add slide, double tap. Add a slide. 
Okay. What we have is a bunch of choices here. Title, button, title and photo, button, title and photo, alt, but title and bullets, button, bullets, button, title, bullets and photo, button. All these different options of what kind of slide we want. Again, you can add anything to any slide. But if you choose one that already is what you want, it's going to save you some time and effort. So we're going to do title and bullets and photo, just so I can show you those options. Bull, title, bullets and photo, button, presentations, button. All right, we're back to the main screen of the keynote. Let's see what we're, we should already have slide two selected. Uh, ACB platform, more enter reader mode. It's just showing you. Slide one. There's slide one. Selected. Slide two. Slide. Level. Yep, slide two is already uh, selected. Canvas. Image. Double tap to select. There's an image. Size. Im title. Slide title. Text box. Text box. Slide subtitle. Body. Slide bullet text. Text box. Slide bullet text. Text box. Author and date. Add slide. All right, so this slide has a lot of stuff. It has the image placeholder first, and um, it, it then has the title and even a subtitle if we want it. And then it has the slide bullets, and it has uh, an author and date um, uh, box as well. I want to see if I remember how to delete an object, because I don't really need a subtitle. Body, text box, slide subtitle, selected, text box, add, add. It's not under that, but it's under... Annotations, misspelled links, edit. Edit. Select all, delete. Yep, there it is, delete. Deleted text. Okay, so we should now know we should have no subtitle now. Selected slide two text canvas image title body slide bullet text yep. box perfect perfect because I didn't really need a subtitle on that one. Okay, so we just showed you how to delete an object. We double tapped it, and then we turned the rotor to edit, and we chose delete and double tapped it. Okay, so that's how you get rid of an object if it it has something you don't want. In this case, I didn't need a subtitle. Um, now we're going to just go ahead and start putting some stuff in here. Canvas, so, text box, body, slide, title, slide, double tap to select, selected, slide two, canvas, image. All right, we're going to come back to that image. Let's do the title. Title, slide, title, selected, title. Double tap once to select, a second time to bring selected, up the keyboard and title. start editing. And uh, let's call this... Um, What's our game plan? H A T. What? Okay, this is just a made-up thing, of course. Space A L N question mark plan. What's our game plan? And then we're going to put some bullet points. Double tapped, selected slide two canvas image selected title text box text field is editing. What's our game plan? Insertion body slide bullet text text. And here we're going to bullet text. All right, this is the slide bullet text. So double tap once to select. Selected body. Slide, A second bullet, time to text box. Select to edit, and now we're in the edit field. These are where we'll put bullets. We'll type something and press return. Type something else. Uh, not every um, keynote theme shows actual bullets on the screen, and if you're in one that doesn't, you could always use a like a dash in front of it. Um, this one is actually saying slide bullet text, so maybe it will automatically put bullets. We'll see. Um, but what are we going to put for? Um, for our bullet points, let's just, uh, let's just come up with a few things here. Um, all right. So let's say, uh, uh let's say great products. Cap G R E A T space P R O D. And by the way, we are, I'm just typing on screen. You could use a keyboard mechanical. You could dictate. 
We'll, we type great products. We'll press return. New line products. Okay, yeah, I don't think these are already going to have bullets in front of them because it just said new line. It didn't say bullet. That's okay. If I had wanted to, I could put a, you know the dash, but it, it's not a big deal. It looks fine without it because I've done them both ways. Uh, let's say great marketing. Oops, that'll fix itself. There we go. All right. And, uh, let's do, uh, one more bullet point or one more point. Uh, and that will be, um, uh, big success. All right. So now what we're going to have is three points here and we will, um, you know, again, we could select this text. We could format it. We could change the size of it. We could add columns. You know, I don't think we're going to need to do any of that with just what we had here. But in the format menu is where you'll find most of that. Uh, so let's read this. Canvas, image, title, text box. What's our game plan? Selected, body, text box, text field, is editing, great products, great marketing, big success, insertion. Okay, now if we swipe to the right, text box, author and date, that's where we're going to put once, once to, remember always, once to select, or one, one double tap to select, and then one, one double tap to, to, to start typing. All right, so we have this third text box, and I'm going to, looks like I need to hide the keyboard first because it's not letting me. Yeah. Okay, there we go. All right, now we're going to go over here to this author and date. Once to select, once again to double tap to edit, and we're going to put the author and date, so I'm just going to put TTJ, and I don't know what today's date is. It's the 16th of October. Okay. I want that capitalized though. TTJ. And it's 10, 16, 20, 20. So we're just going to put 10, 16. And I don't have to really do this if I don't want to. I could delete those, uh, those author and date text boxes. But a lot of people would use them because it's just a, another option there for, you know, sort of making it your own, right? All right, 10, 16, 20, 20. So let's hide the keyboard. That button, by the way, to hide the keyboard, I didn't explain that. On an iPad, that's at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. You don't really have to do that on an iPhone. Sometimes there's a done button on an iPhone, but um, it's because the keyboard can get in the way and prevent you from doing other things. And when I was trying to double tap on that author and date, text box it wouldn't let me every time i double tap nothing would happen so i knew i had to hide the keyboard and then of course it was fine so it was a simple uh solution praise god but i i just you know wanted to point out how that's done we'll do it again high keyboard just right. just because i don't think we really need Actions to now but i want to read to you double tap to select title text box what's our game plan body text box great products great marketing big success Upper left shape, upper That's middle, our. upper right, selected, text box, TTJ 10, 1, 6, 2, 0, 2, 0. All right, there's text field. That's 10, 16, 20, 20, uh, author and date. Um, now, we have an add slide button. Left shape, we could certainly add more slides, but add slide. I don't think we need to, to to get the point across of how to use this. What I do want to show you, though, is this image placeholder, because this is the thing that I... I said we inserted a slide that has a place for a photo already. You can always add a photo. You can always add, like I said, anything to any slide. But I want to go ahead and select this. Select slide one. Selected. Canvas. Image. 
Double tap to select. And when you do, size selected. Double tap to edit image mask. Image a smiling person wearing a head wrap and a blue shirt. Oh, that's what they already have in there. Now, add comment, add title, add caption, format, deselect all, animate, drag item, active. Those are your options, but if I double tap it, image mask slider visible below image. Okay, it's got an image map slide mask slider. I don't want to do that. So what what I'm going to do selected slide 2. What's our upper middle? Let me see. Middle right image. We don't want to worry about the image mask. Text Let's do that again. Um, upper double selected canvas image. A smiling selected. Okay. Tap to edit. What we want to do is directly to the right of it. Directly once you double tap it to select it. Directly to the right is a button that says replace image button. Replace image because this is just an image placeholder. If you like that, whatever it said, blue shirt and the head wrap, you could use it. But we can put our own image in there. Just to the right of the image, once you've selected it, is this replace image button. Replace image button. Choose photo or video button. And I can choose photo or video. Take photo or video. I can take a photo or video. Insert from button. I can also insert from if it's just a file I have somewhere. So choose photo or video. We can choose a photo or video. Um, We can take a photo. Let's take one. Take photo or video button. Come here, Kai. Let's take your photo. Take picture. Zero people. Okay, I'm going to take your picture, Kai. Come here. Camera mode. Photo. At cancel. We need to see which camera we're using. Take picture. Camera chooser. Back-facing button. I'm using the back-facing camera. Between cameras. So I should be. Can you see if you're lined up with that camera there, Kai? Doesn't tell me that you are yet, but that's probably because you're not close enough. Here. Let's put it in portrait. Zero portrait. Okay. Come this way. Cap T. Camera, take picture, button. Ready? Or I could actually, I could, you know what, let's do the front face. Back facing. Zero, take picture, button. Okay. Camp Matthew centered. I took my own picture. Take picture. And it knows it's me. See, it Tilt said I'm left. centered. Tilt left. Level. Level. Smile. All right. Took my picture. Map, retake. Image. Tilt left. Matthew near bottom right edge. All right, well, that's good enough. Retake button. Retake. Use photo. Or use photo. What, babe? Tilt left. It tells me. How does it tell me that? Because that's a new feature. Isn't that cool? Yep, it's in camera. Use photo. All right, we're going to use the photo. Use tilt left. She was doing her work, and I was trying to interrupt her and make her get her picture taken. Oh, it's a person sitting on a couch in front of a window, and it's me. All right, there we go. So my picture's in here. Don't you love that, guys? There's the image. Actions available. A person sitting on a couch in front of a window. Maybe Matthew. And I mean, it really could not have. It really could not have identified that any better because I am sitting on a chair, uh, and I am in front of a window, and it does have the right person. So I mean, that that's really what more can you ask for? Um, so we just again just to review those steps. I know when we do these, they're more demonstrations of possibilities rather than teaching step-by-step. But if you've been using voiceover a while, maybe this is enough to teach you step-by-step. And I just want to point out again, what we did was we double-tapped the image that was in there, and then we swiped to the right, and there was a button that said replace image. And that's how we um, you know, were able to uh, choose our own or take our own. Now, the last few things that I want to talk about before we open it up to questions, we may end up getting done a little bit early, but maybe not. But last couple of things I just want to talk about here. Um, when you are 
done with your presentation creating, you're going to need to share this. And first of all, before you, you know, before you share it, you're going to definitely want to proofread it. Presentations. And you're definitely going to want to play the whole slideshow. So let's play the whole slideshow. Play format. We want to make sure our first slide is selected. Insert. Collect more. Enter reader. Slide one. Our ideas. Level zero. Selected. Slide one. All right. We double tap that. That's where we're going to start. Now we'll go to the left. Insert. Format. Play. Button. Play. Body. Text box. And it starts the. It starts the thing. I'm going to do a three finger swipe to the left. Slide one. Our ideas. Build two or two. Right. Two. What's our game plan? Title. And see, uh, for some reason, it's not really playing a cross. I don't understand. I'd have to check that. I know if I used a soundtrack, it would continue onto the second slide. I don't understand, but uh, you know, again, it's something I can play with. But here's slide two of two. Body text box. Great products. Great marketing. Big success. Text box. TTJ ten. One six two zero two zero. So it's reading that to me, and then presentations. But that's it. We're we're done with the slide. Now, just to give you a a, a comparison here with the slide that I've done. With a show, you know, uh, um, oh, let's see, what can I use here real quickly? Oh, this is a, this is a good, this is a good one. I think this is a good one. This is the, this is a presentation I did for a class about the space race. I'm obviously not going to show you the whole thing, but I just want to show you a little bit of what's possible because this is really cool. So I'm going to open this thing. Space I don't know if it's in iCloud or if it's already on my device, but it'll be ready pretty quick. a.m. Down arrow waiting. It's downloading. Space race presentation test. Keynote file. 3 slash 11 slash 20. 11.51 a.m. 106.4 megabytes. Okay, it's ready. Actions available. All right. This opened in reader mode. All right, it's open in reader mode. You can use magic tap or the edit button to exit the reader mode. You're in the new reading view. Okay. Dismiss pop up. All right. Now, uh, just to tell you, as I said, I'm not going to show you the whole thing. It would be way too long because it is how many slides? Slide eleven. Slide twelve. Slide thirteen. Slide fourteen. Slide fifteen. Slide 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 eighteen. America reaches the moon. Level zero. Slide 22, a new era in space exploration, level zero. Oh, it's 22 slides. Canvas, reader mode on, yep, title. Yep, 22 slides. So we're only going to show you like one or two of them. Um, on slide one, which I think is what's selected here, I have a, a title that says the space race. I have a picture. Neil Armstrong, first moon landing, 1969, movie. Uh, no, a video uh, about Neil Armstrong landing on the moon. Neil Armstrong. And I also have a soundtrack. So what you're going to be hearing when this starts is a soundtrack of the, the, that I put in here along with this video that we have of, of Neil Armstrong landing on the moon. And that's what I want to just show you because it's so cool when you really do these things for, you know, what they're designed for, of what you can do. So we're going to play this show. Space race. Play. Button. Play. Title. Text box. The space race. Actions available. It said the space race. Build. It's coming in. Slide one. The space race. Build two. Two. One. 
That's the sound of the liftoff of Apollo 11. And people can see this. I mean, it's visual. That's the landing. My music's still playing in the background. some later moon missions that we're showing that were in this video. They're using a lunar rover. He's sort of bouncing around. Can you see him? What? And they're splashing down. <laughs> I can't take credit for, I mean, that, talk about, you know, I believe it was, it was the favor of God that we were able to find a video that was like literally perfect timing with that music. Uh, because there are features in like Apple clips and stuff that will use the Apple soundtracks and will customize them to the length of your video. But this was not one of them. I mean, this was a, you know, a totally separate soundtrack, but that could not have been more perfect. Um, but you can see how motivational this would be. You can see how beneficial this would be in, in different aspects. And of course, this was a whole presentation. Like I said, there were 22 or 23 slides. Um, then with, you know, with text and with other photos and videos and all sorts of things that we had here, uh, even I think an image gallery in one uh, particular slide. Um, but it, it's a really, really cool thing for us to be able to do. And, you know, I think that the real important thing, I'm going to get out of that, the real important thing to realize, too, is, you know, just a few short years ago, we, as the visually impaired community, were not able to do this and do it independently. But it really is able, it really is fully doable here. Now, lastly, and we're going to then take questions. I just want to say, what do you do when you want to share? I've already shown you how to play your presentation. And if you want to play it on the big screen, it's as simple as either A, using AirPlay 2 with an Apple TV, if you have that, or B, using a, um, the, well, the, the appropriate adapter, either the Lightning or the USB-C, depending on your iPad, um, to HDMI uh, with an HDMI cable, and you can connect that to a television or to a projector. 
If you are connected to a projector, it even gives you this laser pointer option on screen, different colors and so on. And um, the other option that you have, of course, that I want to point out, I mentioned exporting it to a video. So you could just send it to people and they would be able to see it you know, without having to tap on each build um, or tap to, to advance by each build. And you can choose the timing and stuff like that. Uh, but the other point that I want to talk about very quickly is Keynote Live. Keynote Live is super cool because it takes this to a whole new level. So with Keynote Live, up to 100 participants from anywhere in the world can watch this Keynote presentation as you host it. And what happens is it doesn't even matter the platform. I've done this with Windows users. I've done this with Chromebook users. It is one of my favorite ways to do it in a classroom because it sends to their Chromebook or we give them a link. They click that link and now they are watching, but I am using my iPad to lead the presentation. So when I advance to the next slide, they advance to the next slide and there's almost no latency. I mean, the latency is obviously there's latency, but it's very, very minimal. And so they are seeing what I am seeing. And if we have audio and, and music and sounds in it, they're hearing what I'm hearing if they want to. And, you know, you have a choice because if you got, you know, 20 some kids in a classroom, each playing audio, that can get distracting. So maybe you tell one person in a group because there's a little mute button with Keynote Live. You can unmute on one device and leave the other ones, you know, muted or whatever. But it gives them a way to be more of a part of this rather than you just having it you know, displayed up there on the big screen in front of the room somewhere, which is fine in certain cases. But, you know, if you have this option of, of allowing them to interact with it by being part of it, they're actually, you know, having it on their own device. Um, that is super cool. I mentioned collaboration already. We talked about that and we talked about other sharing and exporting options. So I think unless, um, unless Cliff, one, if you want to add anything, or I'm not sure if Rita's here or Lynn, Anybody wants to add anything from our team? If not, we're going to open it up to questions, and I will um, turn that over to uh, to you guys. No, nah, I, I have nothing because this is <laughs> I don't. I've only opened up Keynote in the effects so it would put a folder on my iCloud Drive just so if I did do something, we'll put it there. Other than that, I've done nothing else with it. So, oh, okay, okay. But I did have a question for you, not even related to this. But you said the Home app on the Apple TV is that an app, or do I just hold down the button because I can't find the Home app nowhere on here? No, you do it on your on the home app on your phone or whatever device you use to set up. The- oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I see. All yeah. right, yeah. Hmm. All right. So, if you guys have a question, um, the way to raise your hand it's going to be Alt Y on the PC, Options Y on the Mac. It's in the uh, actually no, it's on your screen if you're using the app, and it is Star Nine if you are on a uh, telephone. Audio now on. And so far, you have no you you have no raised hands as of right now. Okay, no nobody with any questions. And if that uh, if that's the case, we may be done early if we don't have any questions. Um, yeah, I would I would encourage everybody to play with this, even if it's something that you think you will never use in your situation, um, because. You know, there, there's not, I mean, finding out that you can do something independently like this is is just incredible. And if nothing else, it, it is a great practice in figuring things out. Keynote 
is actually one of my favorite things to do um, because it is a lot like, in my view, it's a lot like, you know, solving a puzzle. You know, you're, you're going through this uh, progressively step by step. And then when you play it back, does it do what you want it to do? Is it working the way that you want it to work? So it's, you know, it's certainly not, uh, it's certainly not coding, uh, you know, or, or programming in that sense. But, but I think it kind of puts you in the same, uh, same mindset and, and maybe even gives you the same uh, sense of satisfaction when everything comes together. Um, it, it's, it's certainly really neat. Oh, you have one, you have one question. Okay, yeah, sweet. Um, Cheryl, you are allowed to ask your question. Okay. Hi, Matt. Um, hi. hi. Thank you. Thank you always for your presentation. I have two questions. The first one is you, the format as far as page size for this is always landscape, right? Or can you change it? Um, you know, I would have to look and see if there are, are choices to change that. Um, I was thinking that that may be a possibility, but now, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that I, I don't know that I've ever done that truthfully. Okay. All right. Well, I can look into it too. Um, and then the other thing is, is there a limit on, like, say when you're playing your audio, is there a limit on how long your audio can be or the audio can be as long as you want it to be with your slides? Right. So that's an excellent question. And I've never, I've never run across a limit. Um, you know, I think it kind of depends on what you are going for. Um, okay. a lot of people will use, you know, I, I think if you're going to want audio to be, uh, the entire length of the slideshow, it's going to probably be best to use a soundtrack and, um, you know, it will continue to play through all of the slides when it's set okay. as a soundtrack. Um, when it's inserted as an individual thing, that option should, I thought, have allowed that to happen, but it doesn't seem like it is. Uh, that's what okay. we ran into last night with my sons, too. Um, but I know it does with the soundtrack. And so I've not found a limit. I think, you know, you just decide what you want the whole, uh, the whole thing to sound like and look like, and it should, it should work then. Yeah. And if you put a different sound on each slide... Will it um, flow into the next, or will it stop and then it'll start? Um, yeah, it, it mm -hmm. will. It it should stop and then okay. start. Now, I was thinking maybe in the animate options there may be a fade out or something, if I'm not mistaken, that may also work with the music. But you know, you could also apply some sort of effect like that in an audio editor. So, you know, there is okay. of course, GarageBand natively, which is very accessible, but also very complex. Um, yeah. if you're just looking for simple audio editing, something like Ferrite probably has, a, right. a, a not okay. that I've actually looked for a fade out, but I, I'm, I'm imagining it has a fade out option in Ferrite okay. recording studio, even in the free version. Um, okay. and so, you know, you may be able to do something like that as well. Okay, thanks. I'm always looking for these new types of things to play with. So thank you very much. Yeah, that's Mary. awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Anyone else? No, uh, not that I can see. Oh, wait here. There we go. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think that's it, folks. I think that's, um, that's all I have. Um, and we are going to be back next week. Uh, next week, we are going to recap 
the Apple Media event from this week. So if you are considering getting one of the new iPhones, the HomePod Mini, we're going to tell you all about that, all the things that were announced this week by Apple. And so we hope you'll join us then. Uh, I do want to point out that we are offering our free courses all year long. We've got courses from now all the way through to the end of spring. Uh, right now, we've just started our voiceover course this week from the ground up. Going to be teaching the iPad in the spring. Also going to be doing a month with the Mac in January, along with some other little uh, mini courses in between things. Uh, the best way to find out about this info is to subscribe to the TTJ blog at ttjtech.net, that's T-T-J, Tango, Tango, Juliet, and then the word tech, T-E-C-H dot N-E-T, and that way you'll always stay up to date on all of our information, what we have to offer, when our free classes are, when we're having discounts on our paid training packages as well, and so on. And finally, I want to remind you to check out our podcast. So Cliff and I both have uh, podcasts. Um, the TTJ Talk is the name of my technology podcast. Uh, I also have a podcast called The Vessel, which is a, a Christian podcast. But um, TTJ Talk is available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, um, Spotify. Are we recording that one tonight? Or <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think so, because we're probably going to have an episode about the Apple event here coming up. And so any really any podcast platform, you're, gonna, you're fine. And then Cliff's podcast. Stir it up, but stir is spelled with a U. So S T U R I T U P. And again, it's all one word, it all ran together. All together. Yep. Yep. And then Cliff, I'll be in touch with you afterwards here so we can set up our, our uh, meeting with. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Okay. All right. I think that's going to do it for us, folks. So thank you so much for tuning in today and uh, God bless you. And we'll be uh, seeing you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>